Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I am your host, Keisha, and I've got my husband, producer James, in the studio. Yeah, I don't think people realize we're married. Really? No, you know how often I'm like, man, you're really mean to that one white guy. <laughs> well, I thought everybody knew by now. No, producer James and I are married. Happily married. Okay. <laughs> I'm happily married. Okay, speak for yourself because sometimes I'd be a little bit. I don't know about you. Like I, I, I don't know. Mm. You, be, you, you make me sometimes go back and read the marriage certificate to make sure that it's. There's no rules written on it. It just says. I feel you're like married. it's rules. Like I'm like, I'm like, let me get my magnifying glass. That has to be in the small printing. If he do this, <laughs> I can leave and take all his money. Like I'm always looking for it. It is not the Willy Wonka contract. <coughs> like there's no you know, fine print to it. Y'all, I'm going to go ahead and apologize now. We have had some fucked up weather here in the Houston area. Like, we had a tornado Yeah. the other day. Um, we had severe rain, wind. It, it was flooding. It's been bad. So, like, everyone's allergies are on 500 right now. Like, coughing, hawking, sneezing, and you're probably going to hear all of it today on the show. And yeah. I just apologize for it i don't i can't help it i sick, <laughs> I'm sick. and you'll feel good you'll feel good sir <laughs> so um a few months back you know james and i our whole family we, we like to go to different entertainment shows whether it's concerts theater dance whatever it drag is drag shows drag shows I mean, you know. all of that stuff so um, this actually happened in October before we kind of went on break for a bit. <clears throat> and James had gotten me some tickets to, what, what was it, a quartet, a, viol a violinist? It was a, uh, like a string so one, quartet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a string quartet. So you had someone playing the violin, the viola. Cello. The cello, all mm. that good stuff. So we invited our friend. We're not going to mention his name or anything like that, okay? Uh, he went with us because his birthday is like two days before mine. So we did that. <clears throat> Had a wonderful evening. Very entertained. Great entertainment. I mean, it was a magical performance. You know it was good because I was the only black person in there. <laughs> so it was good and sophisticated. The only. The only, yes. I'm like, I don't think we're going to meet our quota today because one is surely not enough. <laughs> so, okay, so we have this really, really, really fun time. So our friend, who, first I got to kind of describe this friend. He's a very dapper gentleman. Yes. Is that is that a, I mean, when he walks out the house, it's going to be a, Tom Ford walking on a uh, runway kind of model. Like he, the best tie, bow tie, European cup, pants, everything that producer James is not with fashion, our friend is. <laughs> I mean, he does wear vests. vests. Almost every day. And they look good. Okay. Good. Yes. So he was like, hey, there's this burlesque show that's coming to town. Do y'all want to go? It's this weekend. So I'm like, hell yeah, like we're still celebrating our birthdays. Yeah, most definitely we are going, okay? But I knew something was a little bit off because it was in Galveston. I mean, there's some nice spots in Galveston. 
Yeah, some. Yeah, they sell oysters, <laughs> and then you eat your oysters, and then you go back to the mainland. Okay. <laughs> you get the fuck off. You get the, the fuck off the island. All right. Um, Galveston. I'm trying to describe it because to anyone in this area, if you say Galveston, they know exactly. What you're talking about. They even know which side of Galveston you're talking about based on how you say Galveston. So if someone goes, oh, yeah, we're going to Galveston. They're going to Jamaica Beach. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. It's almost like, mm, Galveston. We know something happened at the projects. So it's just like a clusterfuck of different things there, okay? It's like it's almost like Florida had a cheap stepsister. Yeah, she had a cousin. Yeah, That like, would be like, Galveston. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. the water literally. Galveston is Florida's trashier stepsister. Yeah, and the water literally like we don't get in that water. It looks like gumbo. It's brown. No, it's brown. No, mm-mm. and I don't even like to see the people that are on the beach. Nope. Here's here's the thing. Like the couple of times in the last few years when it's actually been blue, it's a news story. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's front page. Blue water and blue Galveston. water. The shit still don't look blue to me. I'm like it just look a little bit clearer brown. That's <laughs> that's Galveston. Okay, so it's like. Okay, but there's really nice places in Galveston as well. Oh yeah. So I'm thinking, I know, no, not thinking. I know. You know, I know we're about to be in one of these fine establishments because you you have to know our friend. I would expect nothing less. Nothing less. Okay, nothing. So the day of, he sends me a text. He's like, guys, I'm not gonna be able to go. I just wasted uh, boiling water on me. Okay, we got it. So, producer James and I go ahead. We have a nice, oh, real nice dinner. We did. Dinner by the water. At a nice place. At a nice establishment, okay? So, then we get ready to go to the burlesque show. Now, if you have ever gone to a burlesque show or have seen one on TV, who's like the most famous burlesque? What is it, what is it Kat Von? No, no, Dita Von Teese. Dita Von Teese. Yeah, she was okay. like the modern one. Yeah. So, when I think burlesque, that's what I think of. And I think about other burlesque shows that we've gone to. We've gone to some of the Circus Soleil. What is it? Cirque uh, Cirque Soleil. Soleil. Yeah. We've been in Vegas. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, I know this about to be good, good. Until we got to the street. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> Until we got three blocks away from where the place was. <laughs> when you said, oh, there's a place right there. I don't know. No, it's not. <laughs> no, that's not. Look up that address again because GPS done fucked all the way up. And so he's like, no, Keish, this is really, this is it. I'm like, it turned into not an argument, but someone who was believing and then another person who was in disbelief. And I'm like, James, that's a, that, that's a prostitute. Possibly a crackhead prostitute standing on the side. Okay. He's like, well, let's just see how it goes when we get inside. You know how husbands are when they know it's a fucked up situation, but they're going to try to make the best of it because they know their wife can act ignorant, okay? Well, but you know I love uncomfortable situations, too. It is very hard to make producer James uncomfortable, okay? Not I. I get uncomfortable real fast, especially in the ghetto. So <clears throat> there's nowhere to park. No, there's no parking lot. There's no parking. So then we drive around, and there's this really teeny, tiny parking lot james drives into it i'm like Mm-mm. are we not fixing a park here ain't no way no how no who he's like well what's wrong Kisha? i'm like 
there's no other luxury vehicles in this parking lot. There's no 2022s, no 2021s, no 2020s. I see 1980s. I, I don't know. No, 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 no. We're not parking over here. So then right next to this said parking lot was just like a bunch of a grassy area. Yeah, basically where someone like or somewhere might have just been torn down. Right. Like so a blank foundation, basically. So there is a group of we have like big groups of Jeepers down here. Oh, um, yeah, Jeepers. Yeah, we have a friend who's really big into that lifestyle. And I never take up the... Uh, the invite when she asked me to go to one of their things. I'm like, Jeeperland. I'm like, I'm sorry, I had lupus flare up today. <laughs> so James is like, well, let's park over there. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I said, all I smell is Miller Lite and broken dreams coming from over there, okay? So I was like, James, just please drive around some more. Like, just, just by what I mean about drive around a little bit, get on 45 South. <laughs> Take us over the causeway and take us back home. So, producer James at this point is still very excited about this. Okay, oh, I already you, know it's going to be a shit show. He, I can't wait. I think he's more excited by how I'm acting mm -hmm. because he thinks it's funny when I'm like irate. He, hilarious. He's, he thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> so we finally find a parking spot, and I'm like, did. Where the meter at? Like we had to go look for the meter to pay. It, did it even work? It worked. Um, took a little while. No cell signal. I wonder why. <laughs> so we but, get. But I, I gotta say though, because you you were you mentioned about there's no like 2021, 2022 vehicles. Let's go a step further. You got out of the car, looked around, because she she drives a, a Land Rover, and she looked around and go James. There's no other Land Rovers here. There's no Mercedes here. I don't see a BMW. No. I don't see a Porsche. Like, I was really caring, like, at, at this moment, okay? Oh, you were entitled. I was. So we finally found a parking spot. Finally, I guess, gassed up the meter so we could pay. <laughs> and so we're walking. Here's another red flag. There's no sidewalk. I'm like, James, we walking in grass. We walking in grass and kicking beer, beer cans off to the side. Why are we still going to this show? Mind you, we didn't have to pay for the tickets. Yeah. So I would have had zero guilt leaving, okay? So we get to... Okay, here's another red flag. <clears throat> Stacking them up. Now... The there, what weekend was it? It was some kind of a weekend. I can't remember. It was what something. Oh, I know what it was. The name of the place was called the the what was it? The Mob Prohibition or a, a speakeasy or something like no, that. No, 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 no. It was like it was called the Mob. Okay. It was like yeah. supp supposed to have that kind of a theme, right? Oh yeah, it's like a speakeasy kind of like old yeah. school prohibition thing. So as we're going in, Mob Bar. Mob bar. Mob bar. So as we're going in, I was like, okay, th this is too much already. Three people come out dressed like they were during mob times, like kind of great gaspy. Yeah. It was great gaspy, but it was like from Party City. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know what? Please don't let nobody talk to me. So in true fucking James fashion, we get into this rat trap of a hole in the wall okay <laughs> like the lights are so dark 
you can barely see anything, which I guess if I had an establishment like that, I wouldn't have no lights on at all, period, point blank. <laughs> we get in there, and James is like, I got to go to the restroom. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what? Again, I'm the only black person in here. By far. By far. And they, the white people that were there are not particularly the kind of white people that I want to have a Saturday night with. I don't want to talk to you. Nothing. So what he fails to tell me is that he's got to take a shit. So he is in there for about 10, 15 minutes. You will say that. But it felt like 15 hours when you're standing there close to a wall, but you don't want to lean on the wall because you don't know what possibly could be on that wall. So you're just standing there clutching on to your Louis Vuitton, never full for dear life and hoping and praying because I saw people looking at me because I look like I didn't belong there. Not because of the color of my skin, just because I don't know. Because you had a Louis Vuitton. And, and drove there was, on a land rover. It, no, it was dressed nice while all these people uh, are dressed like catwalkers during the Great Gatsby. I guess that's the look they were going for. We'll go with Prohibition, <clears throat> like 50s kind of. Okay, you call it that. I call it Skankville. Okay. Okay, with feathers. Okay, so Chase finally comes out, and I'm so pissed. I'm like, where the fuck were you? He's like, sorry. I just, I couldn't. I'm like, all right, fine. So we go into this room that I think is set up to be like a like photo room. Yeah. Lobby. <laughs> I don't know. There was mob stuff on a wall, but it was painted. Not like a mural. Well, it was, I guess, supposed to be on my eye. I'm not taking a picture with none of that shit. And so <laughs> then this girl comes out and someone goes, oh, yeah. She's part of the show. And I'm like, no, the fuck she not. Not by my eyes, she's not. Um, she, you can do burlesque in any size, but it was the shape of the oh, person yeah. that she was shaped kind of like a skinny pair. <laughs> like a pair and, with legs. Yeah. And then she had on like a pair of shorts that went up her butt, but they were not bought to go up the butt. They just went up the butt. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right. So they finally say, hey, we can go back into the room where the the burlesque show is going to be. I'm like, okay, I know this is about to be real nice because they got to make up for all this trash. They ain't make shit up. (laughs) We are literally, the room that we're in is, it was the size of probably the office that we're recording (laughs) the podcast in right now. There's a fourth bedroom. The chairs were so disgusting. I said, James. It's rust on the chairs from like people spilt shit. I said, you can see the drip line of the drink by how the rust is formed, the formation of the rust on here. So, of course, again, this motherfucker got to go get something. Any excuse to leave me at this point, okay? (laughs) He's like, I'm going to go get a drink. Do you want anything? And I'm like, I want to go home, but uh, if you're going to go to the bar, just bring me a Coke. To just help me get through this, okay? So I am literally, I am choosing at this moment to ride on the back of the bus. I picked the furthest seat to the back because I don't, I just, I'm so highly uncomfortable. I think there's rats running around on the floor. There's no way there was not rats there, okay? I'm now, now I'm not the only black person there. There's this fucking broke down looking Anthony Mack kind of fucking fella. 
who is there with, with two older white, like older, older white women. And then he had the audacity to tongue one of them down. Ooh. Yes. And I was like, oh, hey, God. What did I do this week? Like, what, what was I mean to someone this week? Like, why do I deserve this? It, Ten minutes have gone by. Producer James is still nowhere to be seen. So by this point, I'm sitting there in a chair. My legs are close together. I'm barely breathing. So then someone comes by and he's like, oh, is anyone sitting here? I'm like, this whole row taken, <laughs> even though it's two of us. <laughs> then this other guy tries to talk to me, ask me questions. I'm giving only one word answers like, yes, no, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to talk to anyone. So then you can tell like this, the room is made up of um, theater kids who never really got to be in the place. They also, they were like, they were the ushers and stuff like that doing the performances. <laughs> they were the crew always, but they had ambitions of being on the stage, but they weren't good enough. So they all met here and they are being theatrical as fuck with their costumes on and everything. After 35 minutes, producer James comes back. He reappears. I thought, you know, at this, he was gone so long. I was like, the motherfucker just left me. Well, the goddamn bartender didn't know how to make a single drink. Like he, like three people were in front of me. Each of those people ordered a drink and every single one of them had to tell the bartender what was in it. All right. So one was like a a Bahama mama. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. Some ingredients. Mm -hmm. One was like a tequila sunrise. Okay. Mm -hmm. Less ingredients. The third one was a rum and Coke. And the guy looked at him like, well, what is that? It's rum and fucking Coke. Yeah, yeah. My drink, I just said, let me just get a Coke. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you want ice with that? Yes, I want ice with that. Because most people do like a cocktail with a little bit of ice. They do. And then I just said, vodka. <laughs> so What's in that? Fucking vodka. So he comes back and I'm like, where the fuck have you been? Like, I'm just so pissed second off. time. Yeah. And he's like, well, do you want me to hold your purse? Because I'm like... No, because she's clutching it. I'm like, I'm scared if I put it on the ground, a mouse family (laughs) will decide to take up residence in my purse. (laughs) I'm afraid if I sit it on a chair, it'll get rust on it. And thirdly, I'm holding on to it for dear fucking life. This is my, this is my service dog right now because (laughs) I am highly (laughs) uncomfortable in this entire situation. Granted, the show ain't started yet. Not yet. So then the hostess of the evening who must have YouTube wrongly how to host the burlesque show (laughs) comes out. Now, mind you, we can touch the stage. That is how small the room is. Like it's there. You, you see everything like there's supposed to be a little mystery to burlesque. Mm. It was no mystery of how God awful these people were. So, Part of the sale on going to this show was because it said rural traveling. Rural traveling. Rural traveling. This bitch got up there and said they from Conroe, which is about <laughs> maybe an hour outside of from where we live at. I'm like, Conroe? People don't even really say they're from Conroe. You kind of go to Conroe, and sometimes we see Conroe on the news. That's about it. You telling me you, like, from the classical burlesque school of Conroe impresses me not. Okay. So she gets out up there and she's talking horribly. 
trying to crack jokes. I guess that's what she, I don't know. Just, I don't know if she was trying to crack jokes or, or the shit was just so sad. It was funny. It was, it was, it was bad. She was doing that kind of like, I'm going to be cheeky thing, like cheeky naughty with terrible jokes. It was bad. It was bad. So then the first performance comes on. Mm-hmm. And... This was the world traveling part of it. Because they said this girl was from Germany. Yeah. Which yeah. I think may have been Germantown, Texas. Yeah, because Germans like to show a little bit more than what we got to see, okay? So this girl gets up there. Her hat falls off. Immediately. You'll, Not in time with the music. It didn't fall like... I'm popping it off with my hands and covering up my nipple mystery. No, it just fell the fuck off <laughs> her fucking fuck head. Off. And she had to pick it up. This bitch was so dead-eyed. I'm like, okay, she is about to OD on heroin at any moment. And we're going we're gonna to witness this, okay? I knew when her prop was a Harry Potter book from the library, grab and give. You know, like you give a book, grab a book. That that was her prop. I'm like, what? Where the feathers at? Where where are the jewels at? What? what Where's is, the feathers? What what Where's is going fan? on? Where so, she performs, and so the hostess is like, you guys see this glittery hat? I'm gonna pass it back. We're gonna pass it around, and you guys just fill it up, fill up with tips. As empty as that goddamn glittery hat was when it came to the back, is how empty it was when it went right back up to the front. Okay. <laughs> So the second girl comes out who I had to really think. I'm like, this girl is a second grade little boy. That's how flat chested she, she was. She had she was built like a like a, a a cardboard box. Yeah, and then she flat, just flat, 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 flat. Kinda had that look about her, like maybe somebody touched her inappropriately before she got up there or <laughs> she looked like <clears throat> she just came from trauma. Basically. She never made eye contact with no, anyone. No one. And that's a big part of the show is like the, There was no know, tease. tease. There was no smiles. There was no, no there was no titties. She looked like a stripper who was tired of her third shift. Yeah, yes. Just staring out into nothing. Nothing. Just going through the motion. And I'm thinking that I look I'm I'm whispering to James. I'm gonna kick said friend's ass soon as we leave, if we make it out of here. Cause there because there's a possible chance chance we're not gonna make it out of here. So then the last dancer comes on and she's just as off as the other two. And then the hostess comes out for our final performance. Bitch, what y'all been performing? How is this the finale? I thought this was the warm-up. 30-minute show. 30-minute show. 30-minute show. This bitch comes out as the grand, grand finale. Okay, I, I have to say this, is that we're not having technical difficulties at all. It may sound that way, but I literally... Every allergy that could possibly bother a person is bothering me right now, and I have to keep cutting out of the show because I'm coughing and snotting to death over here. My apologies. It's okay. All right. So I'm like whispering to James, I'm going to kick his motherfucking ass as soon as we get it. Look, when they say break, just break. <laughs> we just go straight to the front door. So this last girl gets up there. Her, her, her costume is made of, she went to Hobby Lobby, she didn't get the new tool. She got the tool from the back that was on sale sale. Made a costume out of it. Then walked through that dirty ass building we were in. That was the costume that she decided to wear for the grand finale. Okay. <laughs> I was like, and then she's like, that's the show. And I'm like, what the fuck? I mean. Well, remember, that wasn't the end of the show. 
So she said that was the end, and then she brought up some dude to do comedy for about five minutes. And it was horrible comedy. Terrible. It was terrible. So we are finally ready to leave. And I, I mean, I can't get out of here fast enough. I don't care about paying no tab. I think <laughs> all drinks should be free on the house <laughs> that we even came here. So we're, I'm like, we're finally out of this. Like, it's ending, okay? <laughs> then we're walking out, and it's a goddamn hobo selling orange fake flowers in this place. I'm like, this, check, please. We got the fuck. Jays, we got to There's shit in the corner because there's a hobo in here, so you can't tell me there's not shit in the corner with a hobo being in here. How does Hobo and Burlesque show even go together? Well, given the performance we saw. It we, went yeah, together. Yeah, went it went together. together pretty well. So, yeah, that was our experience. Um, hi, friend, if you're listening. We didn't. I don't want to mention your name because he's pretty high powered here where we live at. And if someone knew this is how you treated your friends in real, real life, they probably wouldn't want you to have that position of power anymore. That's all I'm saying. If you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty. And that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right, so this is pretty ridiculous and funny, but <laughs> cops were called out to Britney Spears' home earlier this week because her fans got concerned after she deleted her Instagram account. What? Okay, but wait. Britney then deleted that Instagram account at least 25 times this year long. So y'all wait to the 26th time to get alarmed? Like the fans were calling the police saying y'all need to go do a wellness check. Britney Spears is not on IG. I'd be damned if somebody in fucking Detroit, Michigan is going to call for a welfare check on you. Because I deleted my Instagram account, which I've done so many times before. That is insane. The only reason why the cops should go to our house is just, I don't know, a a crime against face wash. Because the bitch is still wearing the same under eyeliner that she has for the last five years. I think whenever she goes out to an event and she gets her uh, makeup done professionally, she just keeps it on. And (laughs) that's it. Like... She just keeps wearing it until the very next time when I guess they clean her face first and apply some new makeup. But here's the funny thing. She got pissed the fuck off about it. She should have. I, I totally agree 100%. I would, be, I would be pissed off too because God forbid there was really like some emergency. Like I think they had like earthquakes or something in California this week. Yeah. And people, I'm banging on the door, Britney Spears' house. Only to see her answer the fucking door in a crop top and in little bitty booty ass shorts with fucking eyeliner running down her face. <laughs> and hair that looks like she just woke up out of bed. I'm and like, we came to check on you. I guess we came at a good time. But, I mean, ma'am. I mean, while we here and everything, go ahead and do a little something. Let me see. Let me see. I ain't never been to a Britney Spears concert. Let me see what you do. Let me see what you do. I mean, this is just like... The involvement that people think that they have with celebrities in their real life is kind of crazy. It's getting crazier. It is. Yeah. And my thing is, we know Britney is crazy. Remember when she shaved her head off? Remember the last 10 years? Remember just a couple of weeks ago, she fucking had a meltdown at a restaurant? But now y'all are concerned. 
Every time Britney do something stupid, she deletes her Instagram account. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's really, I don't know if it's beyond loyalty or... It's not loyalty. No, well, it's, it's, I don't even know what you call that. It's just, it's that thing where, because cele- celebrities are so accessible now, mm-hmm. you really think that, they, that they're, they're your friend or you care about them or they care about you or they, like you're now a part of their life because you've made them such a part of yours. Yeah, yeah. I think they went overboard and she actually did a press release about it. She was pissed. Yeah. You know, she was like, you know, I'm good. There's no reason to call the cops. Of all the crazy shit that Britney Spears has done over the years, why would this be the thing that you call the cops about? Right. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. People are really fucking weird nowadays. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, here's the thing. Like a, a Kevin Nash, the you know the wrestler who was Diesel. No. Okay. Anyway, so he has Vin a podcast. Diesel? I only know Vin Diesel. Okay. No, this is. You this know is... why? Because I live, live my life. life one quarter mile. What was it? One quarter, a quarter mile, mile at a time. time. Yeah. That's right. So Kevin Nash on his, you know, he he lost his son um, recently. Mm. So on his podcast a few days ago, he had like made some kind of disturbing contents about just not wanting to go on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he kind of went a little bit silent and people were legitimately concerned. Mm-hmm. That's to me, someone talks about killing themselves mm-hmm. and then you, and they, they ghost the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe that's something right. you should take. But just because somebody deletes their Instagram doesn't mean, and didn't say, hey, I'm going to do this, then kill myself. Yeah, you know? and my thing about it is all of her Instagram posts are exactly the same. It is like she went to Rainbow <laughs> and said, oh, that top's cute. So are those booty shorts. I'll take one in every color. That is all that she wears on her IG post. And she's sitting there trying to redo VMA performances of the past. That's She twirls around, she dances, and and that... We need a break from that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, damn, I'm glad she, she yeah, that was a good idea because she really needs to get on that context. She needs to get it like a social media manager or something like this because this ain't it. I'm like, what are you fucking really missing from Britney Spears deleting her IG account? What, what, what? Did you go into depression? Like, did you not get paid? Or I, I just, I can never see myself doing something like that. No. And there's some celebrities that I swear we cousins, and I'm not about to go. I mean, I may just slide into their mom's DM and be like, hey, my fake cousin, she all right? I ain't seen her IG in a minute. She okay? That's Ms. about Huffman. it. Miss Huffman, how's Maven doing? My forever crush, Maven Huffman. If he only knew how much I loved him. He has no idea. He has no idea at all. Maven, call me. Call me soon, because I don't know if you know, February 8th, I'm getting a hysterectomy. So if you want me to have all your babies, we got to act fast. <laughs> got to do it right now. Damn. In front of your husband. He ain't got to know. <laughs> okay, so, Jen Shaw. <sighs> Jen Shaw. Okay. So, she just got sentenced. She's got to do, what is it, six and a half years. She was supposed to do this... Big interview, I think it was like going to be like a two-hour, three-hour long interview with Andy Cohen, kind of discussing all the things that have happened from her case, her sentencing, and probably the future, and then some of the stuff from the show, right? So then all of a sudden, last minute, she's like, I'm not doing it. And she kind of pointed the finger at Bravo, and she was like, 
I want to tell my story factually and how I want it to be told. Well, then she better have the cops tell it. <laughs> she better have the FBI in the room telling it. All right. Court reporter, can you please go back a few minutes? Go back a little bit. What did she say? Because uh, I don't think we're going to get the full truth out of Jen. Oh. So then all of a sudden, I can't remember which day it was this week, we see that she's made this post about telling her the real story. If you want to know it, go to her website. And guess what you got to do, though? Uh, Pay? I don't even know. But you got to do something before you even... I don't know if you have to pay or not, but you got to do something before you even learn if you have to pay or not. Download an app? Mm-mm. Say we love you? Mm-mm. Uh, tell me. You have to put your email in there. Oh, you do. This is someone who as a profession use people's personal information, including emails, to defraud them. Is that not total, like, I don't even know what the delusion. Wow. And if you do that, you're a stupid motherfucker. But if you do do it, like, send me a DM. Tell me what it says, because I still want to know what it says, but I just don't want to put my information in there at all. <laughs> but I do, I'm very curious to know what she said. But so far... You know, there's always that one person like, you know what? I'll take the one for the team this time. I'm going to, no one has said what's on there. So I'm wondering, are people just, is it they don't care about her side of the story, which that's pretty, makes a lot of sense. Or they're afraid to put their personal information in, which makes a shit ton of sense. <laughs> which makes more sense. How delusional of a person. You could have just done a press release. Yeah. Or just... Put it out there. Oh, you could have done an, uh, an IG. or uh, uh, She could have done so many things, but she has the audacity as people to send in their personal information. Oh, my God. That bitch should have got 12. They should <laughs> re-sentence her right now and say, Miss Shaw, it has come to the attention of the court that you ain't learned a goddamn thing, okay? So what we're going to do right here, we're going to re-sentence you. Maybe 12 and a half years will make you come to your right mind because you're still not in it. You, 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 I don't know. You were talking about Black Lives Matter. Now, now everything is because she's being discriminated against because she's Polynesian. Jen, most people don't even fucking know you were Polynesian, okay? Most people would have killed to be Polynesian. Like well, she's kind of saying she's discriminated against. So people don't understand her struggles as being Polynesian. It's worked out pretty good for The Rock. Yeah, that's a good fucking point. Do like The Rock. He he took his Polynesianness and, and turned, turned it, up it to into 11. millions and millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> this is just a person who it just has not. I don't know if it's a mental thing with her, because it's like she believes her own. She truly believes she her believes own lies. She believes her own shit. Yeah, she, she really really does. And I've heard people say, "Oh, that person believes their own lies." But this is the true definition of she is still drinking her own Kool-Aid. Yep. She going to mix them all together so they turn out black so she can use it to say she's for black people. Because this week has been all about Black Lives Matter and all of this other crazy shit. She just, I don't know what the end game is for her. Prison? I think she's <laughs> going to act like this in prison, though. I hope so. I don't know. But <laughs> when we get back, we're going to talk about some of the Real Housewives. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I just want to remind you guys to check me out on Pink Shade. We wrote down another episode of Love After Lockup, Mary Payne and I, and it's pretty funny. 
despite the 900 technical difficulties that we had, we were able to pull the show together and it turned out to be a fabulous show. All right. Also, make sure you are following us. What is it? What is it? Follow on Facebook. Following us on Facebook. Like, no, no, no. It's follow on Instagram. Damn, we are fucking old. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. There you go. And you can listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Yeah. Any place you get podcasts. Damn, we really all know that shit? We all know that. People really be listening to us, huh? They do. That is... <laughs> that is... <laughs> oh, another technical difficulties that you guys just did not see. Yeah, the fucking cat. Just jump on the whole podcasting desk because he's pissed off because he woke up this morning and decided he wanted to eat right then, not at his normal 3.30. So he has been harassing, biting, fighting, chasing humans all day long. If he keeps it up, he's going to have to get his fucking meal on the street. He can go find a mouse somewhere. Okay, you know what? You don't, talk to, don't talk about my kids like that. You didn't go and go too goddamn far. Lose my baby. Undisciplined. Lose my baby. Oh, he's getting see, right here, getting rubbed right now in my baby. You see, people, this is what goes on. In my baby. She complains about her animals. Someone else complains about her animals. And then she enables the fuck out of them. Because they're my kids. It works the same with the animals. It works the same with, with our niece. She's an enabler. So you're just going to put all my business out there in the street? I'm sorry. You know millions and millions and millions of people listen to this podcast. <laughs> millions. <laughs> millions. <laughs> all right. So as we all know, the Real Housewives of New Jersey is about to have their season premiere. I think it's February the 7th. And I'm so excited that I'm already re-watching old episodes to get in the mood. Because last season was just, it's just okay. It was okay. So... Of course, which each new season, they have to release new taglines. So here are the taglines that I pulled up on my phone because I don't have a producer for this show to do things like that for me and have it prepared for me on the show layout form that's right in front of me. I don't have that. So I just kind of, you know, had to take screenshots and put it in my photos. You sent me the show layout while you were shuffling to the studio with yes. your with your cheetah print slippers. Anywho. <laughs> So here are some of the, I'm not doing the new girls because I don't think those bitches should have a tagline already anyway. (laughs) I'm like, who are you? Why are you on the show intro? No, we don't know if we like you yet. So here's Teresa Judices. Blood may be thicker than water. (laughs) 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 Blood may be thicker than water, but it's harder to clean when it spills. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what what the fuck was that. You know how that tree was, talk. I know, but what that's not what that's not what you did. Okay, let me try it again. You did like a like a weird half Italian all the way to a Betty Boop. That's kind of her voice. Then I did it right. Let me try it again. Blood may be thicker than water, but it's harder to clean when it spills. She doesn't say spills. Spills. That's fuck great. you, James. Hate you. Okay, here's Melissa Gorga. You never see. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna say these in my normal Texan. There you go. You know. It may be better that way. I mean, I'm just reading normal. Okay, I'm gonna fuck up. Just read it normal anyway. Sausage. Sausage. Sauce. Okay, so here's Melissa Gorgas. 
You'll never see how toxic someone is until you breathe fresher air. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you go from breathing toxic air and you breathe some fresh air, you realize that you was in a fucked up situation. So, okay, Melissa Gorga. These are fucking fortune cookies. Pretty much. So this, oh, God, why is she still on the show? Jennifer Aiden, who I just cannot stand her at all. Just, ugh. Payback's a bitch, so, so start barking. Like, what is, what? What? Payback's I mean, a bitch, wait. so start barking. Like payback's a dog? Like a bitch know. dog? So start Oh, uh, is that what's that? That is so fun. If I got to think that hard and no, then ask someone much. else to explain it to me, no. So start barking. Payback's a bitch, so start barking. That's got to be it. I don't know how else you tie those together. I, I guess so. I don't know. So oh. here's Dolores Catania's. This Jersey girl, oh God, I want to read it in their voices so bad, but I, I, I'm so bad at it. We'll do it. It's funny. Okay. This is Dolores. 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 <laughs> okay. This Jersey girl has the look of the Irish, and nobody's screwing with my pot of gold. Ugh. Uh, these are terrible. No, yeah, not the, are, no, those taglines are horrible. The taglines are, are as bad as my fucking um, accents trying to read them, okay? Your accent is almost saving them. Uh, then here's Marge. The Marge. I'm a loyal friend and a lethal enemy. Now, that bullshit right there, that's the truth. That bitch is spitting nothing but the truth with that right there. That's a good-ass tagline, right? I understand it. If you watch the show, you like, mm, yeah, that's true. So I, they were kind of lackluster with the exception of March. And there's like two, three new girls that are going to be on the show this season. Oh, really? Yeah, and they have taglines, but I'm just like, why? I mean, I don't think they should have a tagline. We don't even know if they'll be here another season. <laughs> they got to earn the tagline? Yeah. yeah. We've seen some bitches on New Jersey only have one season. <laughs> and they were part of the intro. That's a waste of production money right there. It really, really is. Um, okay. So along with that, they are now filming the Real Housewives of Potomac's reunion, which I, I love this about Potomac. They always wear the same color. Oh. Yeah. It is always a color thing. So this year the color is blue. Which unfortunately did not help Giselle at all because God damn Jizzy. Ooh. You know when you love a person so much, but they do something so bad and they just keep doing it and keep doing it. Giselle just keep dressing bad. Giselle dresses like she shops at Dress Barn. <laughs> and, and she's a beautiful woman, perfect figure, but she just dress. At this point, someone did send me a message to say, is she just trolling us at this point? I'm like, she has to be. There's no, you can't tell me. She could go to any designer that she wanted to and said, look, I'm about to do another reunion show. Can you please make me something? But it's just, she tries so hard and fails so, 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 so bad. And in my opinion, Potomac, Potomac, to me right now, they have been killing it this season. And I don't know who the editors are, editors are over there, but they, they need to redo their contracts. So them motherfuckers really been putting in the work this season, like faux real. But Potomac, to me, is top three of the best franchises from the Housewives franchise, but they dress the worst. Holy shit, balls. I'm like, is this how they dress up north? No, because Teresa and them up north too, and they be dressing to the nines. But to, to, Potomac just, they can't, they can't do it. They, they, they just, mm -mm. they, it's just, it's just, 
it's just bad. Like when I owned my boutique, I thought about reaching out to Giselle and say, hi, um, I'm one of your biggest fans and I'm really tired of people talking about how bad you dress. Especially me. Even though you do dress really bad. But uh, I would love, 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 love to sing you some pieces so you're not looking so Giselle. soulful. She just dressed soulful. What does that mean? Like homely. Like old? It's homely. It's homely. Yes. So, boho. No, don't no. do boho like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> what she's doing is most definitely not boho, but it's weird. Is it not boho, but hobo? It's not exactly hobo, <laughs> but it's... Trash chic? It's not even trashy. I believe they're good clothes. I think they're designer clothes. They just don't go to just, get. She doesn't. Not for her. I think she's the type of person that says, "Oh, that's really cute. I'm gonna get it." Well, sometimes seeing something that's really cute doesn't mean it's gonna look really cute on you. That's like going into the store knowing you wear a size 20, but you decide the size two looks really cute, so you buy and try to wear the size two. Makes no sense to me. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, the reunion, the reunion looks were just not there at all. And this week, we finally, after a whole season, got to find out what happened to Heather Gray's, not Gray, Heather Gay's fucking eye, okay? Because they never would tell us during the season what happened for her to get a black eye. We have thought a million different things, but she revealed during the reunion that she blacked out and she doesn't know what happened. She blacked out and got a black. Because she was drunk. Like, oh. no, the bitches was really drunk. Like, drunk, drunk. But she's like, I passed out. I don't know what happened. I woke up and it was like this. And I don't believe that for one red second. Jen Shaw punched her in her fucking eye. Maybe if I subscribe <laughs> to Jen Shaw's uh, website, I can find out the truth. Yes. There, there's no, I think, you know, they have said for a couple of years that Jen Shaw has something on Heather. That's why Heather just has blindly followed her, taken up for her, this, this, and that. The rumor is that Jen has some info on Heather using racist slang. What row? Well, she is from the uh, Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Mm. And they didn't let black people in until... 70s. And Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. But I think she's lying about that black eye. I mean, at this point, she could have she could have at least thought of some elaborate, tr like false truth about it, and we would have just believed it. Because here's the thing: look, and I've I've been blackout drunk before. If you fall, that's how we got married. Yeah, I was. Oh, well, I've been blacked out ever since. Hey, <laughs> when you fall, like if you stumble and fall when you're drunk, usually if it's something to give you a black eye, you've also broken your nose. Yeah. Or you like it's really hard to just hit just just your, your eye. eye. Yeah, that makes falling. sense. Yeah. I mean, something else happened. Or she got punched in her fucking eye. Oh, look at you coming on with the facts and shit. I, it happens. After it happens you, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, every now, it just never happens when it needs to happen. Well, I'm glad I could shed some light on... The, black eyes. The of Thanks. black eyes and Thank you so drinks. much. What would, he, what would we have done with our producer, James? But I, I agree. If she blacked out and just fell, she would have broken something else. Something she else would have blacked out and, and pissed somebody off and got punched in the eye. I mean, that can happen, too. But I still that blackout is a yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I know. Okay, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit of love after lock up. Lounge with Keisha. Lounge with Keisha. 
Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. So, okay, if you listen to Pink Shade podcast, you heard us totally do the recap of last last Friday's episode of Love After Lockup. You know that here on the Libra Lounge with Keisha, I'm not about to sit in front of a TV and take notes and tell you verbatim what someone says because I'm just too fucking lazy to do it. But what I will do is pick out what I thought was entertaining from the episode and make fun of it, which that leads me to Derek and Monique. Okay. So we're back in the car, okay? We're back in the car. We've got Monique driving. We've got Derek and his little bitty booster seat in the back seat. Then we've got these two scared for their fucking life white people in the front and the back. Now, it's nighttime. It's a chase. Someone's been chasing them since they left an apartment complex. Or maybe it was a, I don't know if it was a nursing home place where they were. He was supposed to be seeing his grandmother who wasn't doing very well. All right? So all of a sudden, when they pull out, someone else pulls out right behind them, and it's it's kind of like a high speed chase, I would say. Well, somebody like got out and said, "Hey, Derek," which we don't find that out until later on in last week's episode. No, well, no, no, right when it started, someone said, "Hey, Derek." Yeah, and I completely and then... missed that part, and oh, I don't, I didn't know of that until Monique later on told us that. So, oh yeah, anyway, that was what kicked it off. All right, I've got my seatbelt extender on. I'm Monique driving. Okay. That's so scared. extender gets you in trouble. I'm scared, Derek. Derek. I don't know which way to go. I don't know. I don't know this life. Derek. Derek. I can't go straight. Okay. Okay. Derek. Someone call the police. Derek, you a victim this time. Derek, you a victim. I just, I'm not. Which way? Stop yelling at Derek. Please stop yelling at me. Who is it, Derek? Derek, who is it? And these poor white people are like, do not stop this car. This is probably too much niggeration for us. This is not part of our contract with WeTV. This is too much because this is how you know the chase was real. Those people were genuinely scared. And at first I wasn't sure if Monique was, but I think she was really like, I don't know what to do. And this is how, if you never, ever, ever knew, this is how you know now. That we TV and Mass Sharp ain't shit. How many times did they unnecessarily show Monique's belly up against the steering wheel? Well, because they, they kept going. That camera guy's camera was still on, and that was the angle. But they, they had at. plenty they of other footage that they could have shown. There was no other reason. than the belly helping her with the steering wheel. I was like, we TV <laughs> ain't about shit right now. But I tell you what, I would do if I were Monique. I say, okay, since y'all want to be funny, okay. I tell you what, let's redraw up this contract because as much as y'all showing my seatbelt extender and my stomach, they need to be part of the contract. They need to get paid too. Because to me, the seatbelt extender can have its own reality TV show. It's been the most fascinating thing this season. Every time I see the seatbelt extender, I know things are about to pop all the way the fuck off. So here we are back in the scene. She hit that fucking railroad track. I'm like, that bitch got a little bit of diesel in her right there because they flew. And she's like, I'm so scared, Derek. Derek. I'm so scared. Derek, who is it, Derek? Do you know? That's your sisters? Derek, it's just your sisters. Derek, and you only did out three days. What you, what, you, what could you have done in three days that you've been out there that somebody be chasing you like this, Derek? Oh my God! He's in the back seat, being the fucking short asshole that is. Take a right. Mm. 
Will we stop in the middle of this high speed chase? Somebody else drive. Help her. She, uh -huh. take right. No, turn left. <laughs> this right or the other right? This. This right or the right? I'm so confused. The left right or the right? <laughs> and then you hear him in the best scene. This is my neighborhood, bitch. What the fuck this got to do with Maybe because we're in your neighborhood is the catalyst behind why we're being chased. And, and, and Derek, not for a second. Did Derek give them any idea no! that, they shouldn't be, that they shouldn't be afraid for their life? Yeah, because he's about to go, go, go. Don't stop, don't yeah, stop. Go, right. go, 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 go. Yeah, the drug dealer in the back seat is telling you to go, and he's not telling you that you're not in danger. It's a problem. Drug dealer, <laughs> high speed chase, somebody to put a body in the fucking truck. <laughs> so, why is this happening? <laughs> so, uh, one of the producers, like, look, we're on the phone, these poor people, because they were. They were scared. Like, they didn't know what the fuck was going on. They're like, we're going to meet up with the rest of the crew with security. Okay. <laughs> they go, hell, hell, go. Because I can't do this. I can't do this. The worst thing you can do in the middle of a fucking high-speed chase is close your goddamn eyes, <laughs> which is exactly what my... <laughs> I can't see this. I can close my eyes, dick. I'm so scared, dick. 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 Don't turn over. Okay, let's turn over. When we get, when we get right here, let's turn. It's a cutie coming. I wish it was on camera. The cutie coming. Scared. She sounded like Michael Jackson singing. <laughs> she really did. So, I'm a goddamn Shimon. That's how she sounds. So we finally get in the parking lot with the other people. Trying. It's a cute. Wait, wait. You security come ride the car with us, there. You stay in the back there where the little kids are safe. <laughs> you stay don't in your Don't come in the front seat, Derek. It's super fun. Derek, let's go back to the hotel. But we gonna stop by Popeyes before we go. <laughs> Cause you know what? You put me You'd in that situation. I'm gonna be hungry as fuck. I'm like. I know we in danger, everybody. I get it. We all have been through a lot. But if I don't get some motherfucking cars right here, things are going to go from bad to worse, <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> so then we go to the next day, and they're in their hotel room. And, I mean, this is something else that she fucking said that was so dumb. She's like, dick. <laughs> it's not even two syllables. Dick. Dick is one word. Dick. Feel safe leaving you here, bitch. What the fuck is you gonna do? Bust into the room like the Kool Aid Man? Like what? What are you gonna do to protect Derek at this point? Okay. I think, Derek. Derek's like, well, what you wanna do? I'm hoping you go home. <laughs> and so she's How scared. Are you? Because <laughs> right? things could really pop out tonight. You never know. Might want to go back to Chicago. And so she's like, I think I want to switch the cars. Probably get an SUV because that was uh, no. I'm not even trying to be funny. Is that she had to be on? Uh, look, I have been. I don't know how much Monique weighs. We'll take odds. But I've been almost 400 pounds before, and you need a bit bigger vehicle because your belly really does sit on the steering wheel. So I'm like, I'm not even being funny when I say she probably. If they gonna keep having high speed chases and shit like this going on, she might want to get a, a, a bigger vehicle. So she's like, Ann, I think we need to switch the hotel room. Bitch, do you think that's going 
Someone rolled up on you at a nursing home facility. You think switching fucking from this Motel 6 to that Motel 6 is really going to make a difference in your safety? Because at this point right here, when we get back, me and Derek don't have shit to talk about because I'm packing all my shit, booking my flight. You on your own, Negro. Like, you, I, I cannot... I cannot do any of this. So this whole time, Derek's like, yeah, you think it's my sisters? Yeah, I think it's my sisters too. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth, Aubriana, Lester, all of them. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I think it's your, it is just, it is your sister name, uh-huh, Dick. Especially since they was arguing with me before and they knew we was going to go see your grandma. I'm like, why are you rationalizing this lying motherfucker? Because he is lying. He lies so much, he won't even be in the same room with you while he's lying right now. So he is fully, take, he is blaming, letting his sisters take the fall for this because 100%. 100%. Because he knows, he knows, he knew who was in the back of that vehicle, who was driving that vehicle. Yep. And I think, which we're going to find out, I don't know, we may find out tonight. Oh, they may try to like drag us on. a whole nother episode. <clears throat> I think it's the baby mama. I think so too. I think it's the baby mama that he never told Monique about. Maybe someone that he. I think it's who he's trying to scam Monique's money out for. That's what I'm going with. I think Monique is pretty fucking annoying, personally. And I don't care how much Matt Sharp money is coming out. I just so I would go back to dealing drugs and have to deal with Monique <laughs> on a regular basis. Like. He's on probation and on Monique probation as well. And I think regular probation may have less stipulations than what she's saying, okay? All right, so we're going to see what happens tonight. Um, I'm trying to figure out, is there anything else that I was looking forward to that was going to happen tonight? That's the biggest thing to me. Well, except maybe seeing if uh, Skylar finally just punches that girl in the face in a in a mad rage. You mean Skylar is the girl. The guy's oh, name is Nathan. Yeah, yeah sorry. Nathan. Nathan is Nathan is a fucking powder keg. He's he's a fucking lunatic. And I think I said on Pink Shade, he is like gonna get a brain aneurysm for all he's something like something's bad is gonna happen in this season with them. I sure something, I don't know, but I will say that uh it was mentioned when we were recapping on Pink Pink Shade, I was like all I know is that when they were listing out the wines and they said that strawberry lemonade rosé, that shit sound real, real good. So, of course, someone found it for us and oh, posted it. They're like, it's $6.99. I'm like, $6.99? God, that's a deal right there. That's an Strawberry budget. lemonade rosé, how delish does that sound? I'm going to grab that and some Stella Rosa tonight. We're going to have a party. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, you guys, it is time for me to award the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge. Bitch! Please. You be rolling down the street telling stories, bitch. You never tell the truth, bitch. Please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, cause all you do is lie. Now this pisses me off, and y'all know it takes a lot to offend me. It takes a lot to piss me off. Um, usually I could just like be like whatever or kind of I can laugh at just about anything okay yeah. I, I anything um, because everything can be made into something funny I, that's just that's kind of how I look at the world and I don't think people realize that because most people can't be 
like that. Just find the humor in everything. All right. But I will say this is that I have two chronic illnesses. I spend a large majority of the time in my bed because I'm in pain or don't feel well. So what we do is we laugh, we poke fun of just, we just do. And not to mention we are watching television shows that are about some of these stupidest people in America. Okay. So if you listen to pink shade, um, uh, Justine and Montana Mills. All right. So there was this scene where she was kind of like, uh, Montana Mills's mom was low key threatening, uh, Justine saying, you know, I put the same way I put them together that I can separate them. And she just has this witchy fucking look about her. Right. And so I said on the show, she, she, she looked like she should conjure some shit up in her kitchen. Like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, had a bit of cat's hair. Yeah. Yeah. I think that she, she looked like she brew shit. All right. So I, I mentioned that on the show. And so then in the group, one of the groups for the show, for the podcast, this woman goes, I really love you guys, but that was low-key racist for you to say Dominican people look like they can conjure up shit. What? <laughs> what? Now, I'm the type of person that if you call me out on my shit and you're right, I'll tell you, you know what? You dead ass right. But I'm like, bitch, when the fuck did I ever say Dominican people look like they can conjure up spells? Now, they do have good food. I don't know. Does that make me racist as well to say that? But I never, ever, ever said anything about this woman's ethnicity. As far as I know, they're not even Dominican. I heard they're Guyanese. So, like, for her to, you just can't go around telling, calling people racist on a social media platform. Okay. So this girl calls me racist. I know she's not talking about, um, the person, Mary Payne, who is the host of the show. Cause I'm the one who said the conjuring thing. So I tell her, I'm like, uh, first off, no one brought up ethnicity other than you by saying she's Dominican. Right. And so she's like, well, I didn't see a, a pointy hat. Bitch. Have you never seen once in your life, any other witches that don't, Harry Potter and them didn't always have on their hats. The majority of the time, they didn't have on a hat. You know Glenda the Good Witch didn't wear a fucking pointed black hat. She wore a motherfucking crown. Like what? I, like wh- really? To me, right there, that isn't that's witchism right there. Because you're saying all witches have to wear a fucking hat. Well, you know which ones do wear pointy hats? Which ones? White ones. Ooh. Slam. Yep. Slam. <laughs> Slammed up. So I was like really offended by this. And I fall into the category of never knowing how far I should go with telling off a person because they will quickly go to, oh, well, you're just being an aggressive, black, angry woman. And that is not something that I want, especially on someone else's platform that I'm coming on to. So I'm really pissed the fuck off and want to really fucking grab this bitch by her throat <laughs> through the page and be like, what the fuck did you just call me? You call me racist. Okay. Um, but I got to give it up to my boo. He shut that bitch all the way the foot down because I told her, you need to watch how you're slinging around the word racist because that could be very detrimental to a person. And so she's like, are you the one that's giving out black cards and telling people they can say the N word? Bitch, that's not what the fuck I said either. Well, what she said in that same thread was she said, well, you know, when you're talking to a mostly white audience, Mm -hmm. you need to be careful throwing around black cards and things like that. Yeah. That pissed me the fuck off. So my response was, oh, 
are you telling the black woman to mind her P's and Q's when talking to the white audience? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're, that what we're doing right here on a, on a show that talks about people after lockup, you know, all of these shows. Predominantly black people or poor people. Or predominantly people of color and poor people. Yes. So, so I just want to make it clear. You're telling the black woman to watch her mouth to the white people while we're making fun of black folks. Yeah. And I didn't see many comments after that. No, then she, yeah, yeah, usually I can shut a bitch down, but I honestly was a little bit nervous too, because again, it'd be different if she were coming onto the Libra Lounge page and saying this, then I could have gone all the way off on her. But I'm on someone else's page. I'm their guest co-host. I got to kind of watch what I say because I don't want that to affect their show. You know what I mean? But it really was, it really was that I'm like, we because I got in trouble the week before that for fat shaming someone because I posted this meme of a seatbelt extender, seat extender, which I thought was fucking hilarious. And because to me, I'm like, it, the seatbelt extender needs a credit too because it has been on 95% of the episodes this season. And I got accused of fat shaming, like all, all of this season. I'm like, we are on a show. You're listening to a podcast that is making fun of these people, their parenting skills, how they dress, how they look, their IQs, making fun of their hair, every aspect of their life, including their weight. The show is Pink Shade. Yes, which this has nothing to do with Pink Shade at all. They're fabulous, love them, love being on there. But that's the show. Yeah, it's about throwing shade at people. Like, Basically, these I know these people don't listen to my show. There ain't no way, no how that they listen to my show. They don't need to listen to my show because you'd be greatly, greatly, greatly offended. But I don't think, I make fun of everyone, no matter exactly. what race you are. I make fun of black people more than anything in the world. And I'm very dark-skinned black, okay? We live in a multicultural yeah. household here. Here's the thing. You don't have to go left on somebody. Sometimes you can just replay their yeah, words back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And let them see what they really said. Yes. And most of the time, they'll be like, oh. That's not what I meant to yeah. say. So that's why Melissa, I'm not telling your last name because if I was a real bitch, I would. You get the bitch please of the week from the Libra Lounge with Keisha. And we will catch you guys next week. It's the Libra Lounge. The Libra Lounge. Ooh.